beautiful people. This is Diamond Brown of Hosting Sunday Dinner, and I am excited to be back. Now, it took a few weeks for me to decide how to position this next episode because it's a little personal and it's somewhat of a a lesson learned episode on hosting Sunday dinners. And so I think I got it together. I know how to share this without sharing too much of who was all involved and can tastefully share how... um, what I've learned from the experience. And so this episode is entitled Extending the Invitation. And that's vitally important when you're hosting Sunday dinners or hosting any types of events is because you want to be able to communicate the time of the event, communicate any themes, communicate the menu, and um, your guests need to know you know, what time to arrive, if there's an ending time. And so although it may seem like, you know, a trivial thing to do with all that needs to be done with hosting Sunday dinners, um, it's really important, vitally important to the success of your events. And so this episode was inspired by two Sundays ago, we were invited to a family's friend's house for Sunday dinner. And I thought, man, what an awesome opportunity to be the guest for hosting Sunday dinner. And I was very excited about going and wanted to be sure that I can, you know, take away something really cool about, you know, being a guest for for Sunday dinner. And um, this is where the inspiration for the episode comes in. And so, like many family members, uh, you you may have several family threads. And so the invitation to Sunday dinner was an invitation that was on the, a family thread that has several different conversations going on them at different times throughout the day, all types of conversations. And so, um, so I did engage with the family member about attending, but at the moment <clears throat> I had a prior engagement And so once I got some clarity on the time of the event, I then went into action, moving some things around so that my family and I could attend the event. And about a day and a half later, I responded with, see you on Sunday. And so Sunday arrives and my family and I are leaving church and heading over to this family member's house for Sunday dinner. Um, But to our surprise, they are not expecting us. They um, took my first response about having a prior engagement and did not prepare for our arrival. Now, because they were hosting Sunday dinner, they still did all the right stuff. So we could see that the house was freshly cleaned. Um, They didn't cook the dinner. They went out and purchased it. But thank God they did get enough for, for themselves, the guests who they knew were coming and there was some leftover for us as well. However, um, it was a very uncomfortable feeling, kind of being on your way to someone's house. And they're like, where, where, what are you doing? Where are you going? I thought you weren't coming. And it took a lot for my family and I not to just turn around and just go home. 
And we ended up getting our own food and going to the event and having a lovely, lovely time. But for me, it really was a lesson learned about how to extend the invitation for hosting Sunday dinner. And that's really what I want to share today. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way of doing this. I think it really determines, it really, you really have to take into consideration yourself, the other person, the relationship that you have with the other person, um, their tendency to respond to either texts or emails, phone calls. You really have to have an, a sense or an idea um, of the other person. And that can be a little bit of a little cumbersome at times. But if you're someone who's really dedicated to hosting an event and wanting it to be successful, you would have to see this as another challenge of the event being a success. And so, um, as I mentioned before, we were invited via text. And so, text messages are are weird because at times, I know I've gotten a text message, but I didn't open it or it was, you know, dark, meaning I it was unread, but for some reason, because I checked another text message, it's no longer viewed as unread, you know? So there's all these ways that a text message can become overlooked and um, lost or unreceived. And so as a someone who's hosting an event, you really want to be, um, I don't want to say leery of using text messages, but just know that it comes with its own cons and you want to be on top of those and so if you were someone who wanted to use a text i would say you know make sure you followed maybe up that text with a phone call or or another text message if you didn't get an rsvp just kind of knowing some of these things happen with text messages there can be a lot lost in translation um another way of extending the invitation is doing a phone call you know a lot of times we haven't talked to some of these family members too often and picking up the phone can be very personable. It gives you an opportunity to communicate your desire for Sunday dinner, answer any questions about the menu, start time, ending times. Maybe the other person wants to bring something. That two-way conversation does so much for the event being successful. Another way of extending an invitation is to go to the person's home. You know, hey, I'm going to come by and see you. And then during that time, extending an invitation to come by. Hey, I want to have you and your family over for Sunday dinner. Or, hey, I'm hosting something at my house and I would love for you to come. And even with that in-person invitation, you may want to follow up with, with a text or a call to reinforce information. But um, that is another avenue for you. And you want to make sure that you're really considering each person individually and their personal way of responding and getting back to you. Another way is just word of mouth. You know, you have that first event and people start talking. 
you know, sometimes it can be very positive that you, you know, you hosted and the event was good and the atmosphere was really fun and inviting and exciting. And other times, um, some people could be upset <laughs> that they weren't invited. And that's not, that's not necessarily a bad thing as long as the word is getting out of you hosting this event and your inspiration behind it. And so although word of mouth is one of those things that relinquishes control on who's invited and, um, and when, um, it could be a very good tool for your events being successful. Another way is with email, and it seems like no one sends emails nowadays, but um, there are some people who really check their emails, and you sending them a social media post, it would just get lost in the slew of messages and DMs that they receive. And so an email, very crafted email, could be a very, very good invitation I know uh, back in the day, we would use Evites. Now there's Punchbowl. There's a ton of different invitation apps and things that you can use to um, send a somewhat professional invitation to your events. And then there also is social media. You know, there's ways of creating an event on social media and then inviting people within your social media network the only down part of that is that a lot of times some of our, it could be some of our older family members who are not engaged on Facebook, that everyone has their, or, or Instagram or whatever the social media pages, that everyone has the same level of engagement on these social media pages. I know myself, I do not have my notifications turned on. And so if you send me a message I would have to go in and check to see that you actually sent me something to know that you sent me something. And so um, these are all these things to consider when you're extending an invitation for your Sunday dinner. And so um, I know, like myself, there are men and women out there who are excited about this movement that my family and I are really hoping to inspire of hosting Sunday dinners again. And um, again, I wanted to remind you of our prior episode of starting small, maybe just starting with muffins like I did or cookies, something small and kind of graduating to larger brunches and dinners. And um, with this episode, I really just wanted to stress the importance of extending the invitation to your family and friends. And just really sitting and reflecting on the appropriate way to do that. It may seem like uh, something that's not too important and doesn't require a lot of thought. Um, But just think of how someone would feel with this very crafted, exciting, and inviting invitation versus um, something that's not very thought out. Something that's kind of lost in the sauce. And so if you're someone who's really looking to get started with starting this tradition for your family and passing it on to the generations that are going to come after you, um, I invite you to really um, consider how you extend the invitation. And my personal um, recommendation 
although all of these are are good um it's the phone call i think the phone call is the is, is for me it's the most recommended one it gives you that two-way communication and then following up with some other um some other option whether it be a text message or a social media invite you know something else but that phone call like hey i'm hosting something and I want you to look out for an invitation that's going to be coming your way. And there may be some follow-up that's involved. But if you're excited about hosting Sunday dinner, it'll all be a part of the success. And so just wanted to stop on Beautiful People and encourage you to keep the movement going. And I will see you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,